From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au. G'day, it is Graham VK4BB or in that new vernacular, VK4 Double Jab. It is the national news and it is for week commencing October 3, 2021. And here is... I am Lee Moyle, VK3GK, WIA Vice President. Last week I was invited and attended the 18th International Amateur Radio Union, IARU, Region 3 Conference. Originally planned to be held in Bangkok, Thailand, but due to COVID restrictions it was held as a virtual conference on a Zoom and was a full three-day event. The Wireless Institute of Australia was well represented at the conference with ex-IARU Director Peter Young, VK3MV, as the WIA's delegate, with Greg Kelly, VK2GPK, Oscar Salazar, VK3TX, Grant Willis, VK5GR, Dale Hughes, VK1DSH, and Lee Moyle, VK3GK, as observers. Hosted by RAST, the Radio Amateur Society of Thailand, it was incredibly well organised with multiple breakout rooms for discussions, for proposals and recommendations to be made. The meeting observed a one-minute silence in memory of amateurs who became silent keys during the past three years. Captain Dr Panet Chanchirapakidi, MD, HS1AAZ, as the president of the conference, opened the conference and welcomed everyone, as did Mr. Timothy Allum, VE6SH, president of IARU, and Mr. Wisnu Wijaja, YB0AZ, chairman of directors of IARU Region 3. Mr. Mario Manowitz, director, Radio Communications Bureau of ITU, made a speech and stressed that the IARU have actively participated in ITU study groups to protect spectrum for the amateurs. The conference saw participation from over 85 individuals from the following 18 IARU Region 3 societies. ARRL, ARSI, Badara, CRAC, CTARL, Hearts, JARL, KARL, Marts, NZART, Arari, Para, PARS, RAST, RSGB, RSSL, SARTS and the WIA and one society, FARA, as an observer status. Also attending was IARU President Tim Allen, VE6SH, and Secretary Joel Harrison, W5ZN, along with the Presidents and Secretaries from IARU Region 1, Region 2 and Region 3. Two working groups were formed where all participants were invited to participate. Working Group 1, Policy Matters. Working Group 2, Operational and Technical Matters. In addition, a separate finance committee was formed where all the delegates were invited to participate. A total of 39 papers were discussed at plenaries and the working groups and 16 recommendations were adopted. The following six directors were elected by voting following eight nominations. Mohid Aris bin Bernawi, 9 Mike, 2 India Radio. Jakari Hantongkom, HS1FVL, Ken Yamamoto, JA1CJP, Oscar Reyes, VK3TX, Wahadu Hasabi, YD1PRY, and Don Wallace, ZL2TLL. The 19th Regional Conference of the IAU Region 3 will be held in Bangkok in Thailand on September 23rd, 26th, 2024. 
Peter Young, VK3MV, WIAIARU Region 3 Liaison Officer, notes the following. A vote of thanks goes to all our attendees to the conference, particularly Grant Willis, VK5GR, and Dale Hughes, VK1DSH. Grant presented a WIA input paper related to modernisation of HF bands to accommodate digital modes. As this was an exposure draft, Grant took members of Working Group 2 Operational and Technical Matters, the concepts and thinking of an inter-regional group that has been working on this for the past 18 months. The paper generated a lot of discussions dealing with the characterisations and descriptions of the three buckets of uses. Thanks also to Dale for volunteering to undertake the role of Secretary for Working uh, One Policy. Thanks to Greg Kelly, VK2GPK, for his contribution to the Finance Committee dealing with the matter of a recommendation to the incoming directors for the need of a risk register for Region 3. The WIA congratulates both Oscar Rays, VK3TX, who was elected as IARU Region 3 Director by a comfortable margin in the first round of voting. Oscar has an exceptional CV with past and present IARU experience. And Grant Willis, VK5GR, who has been appointed as the Region 3 HF Band Plans Coordinator. Previously, there was one coordinator for both HF and VHF Plus bands, and it was agreed in Working Group 2 that the role should be split. For me, after uh, over 40 years of being involved in amateur radio, my attending my first IAU conference was a total eye-opener as to why we all need to support the regional representative societies, in our case the WIA, that represent us, the individual radio amateur, at an international level for preservation of our frequency, band modes and uses globally. I was surprised at how many of the attendees I knew personally at the conference who are involved in the IARU, either from international hamfests and conferences to de-expeditioning or general operating and de-exing. In a nutshell, the IARU's main focus is on representing the spectrum interests of amateur radio to the ITU, the regional telecommunications organisations and to CISPR. Policies are developed in partnership with member societies and IARU draws heavily on experts from member societies to develop position papers and to advocate the IARU's position in regulatory meetings. Now with that done, let's get back to the Oceana DX Contest SSB. 7-3s from Lee, VK3GK. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, international news with Jason, VK2LAW. Hello, commencing international news from Region 1, the International Amateur Radio Union, IARU Region 1 Monitoring System newsletter, reports that Radio France International has been active daily between 2100 and 2200 UTC on 7205 kHz. The report says splattering appeared massively all the way down to 7186 kHz, which IARUMS called an untenable condition. IARUMS said that the especially well-known intruders included voice of broad masses on 7140 and 7180 kHz from Eritrea and from time to time China Radio International was heard on 14,000 kHz. Let the games begin. Radio Spectrum Guide for Birmingham 2022 Commonwealth Games. Ofcom have published a guide with key advice for people who plan to operate radio equipment at the Birmingham 2022 Commonwealth Games. 
Apart from COVID, the reliability of wireless devices from walkie-talkies used by event organisers to TV cameras broadcasting to a global audience will be pivotal to the successful delivery of the Games, when the demand on the radio spectrum will be unprecedented. Ofcom is responsible for protecting and managing the airwaves that are used for wireless communications, so they've published a guide for people who require a licence to use these devices at the locations within or around games venues. Given the high demand for Spectrum and limited availability of radio resources in these locations, they've been encouraging early applications for licences. Links to the Commonwealth Games Guide are in the text edition of the news at wia.org.au. Spanning Region 1 and Region 2, we hear that the ARRL and the Radio Society of Great Britain will jointly sponsor events to celebrate the achievement of transatlantic communications by radio amateurs 100 years ago. In December 1921, ARRL sent Paul F. Godley to Zulu Echo as its representative to listen for amateur signals from North America during the second transatlantic tests. Setting up his listening station on the west coast of Scotland, Paul received the signals of more than two dozen US amateur radio stations, the first on December 12 from 1BCG in Connecticut, operated by members of the Radio Club of America. These successful transatlantic tests, and the ones that followed, would spur technological advances and new global wireless distance records. Several amateur radio operating events this year and next will commemorate the centenary of these significant milestones that heralded the dawn of two-way international amateur radio communication. ARRL and RSGB will activate special event stations for six hours from 0200 to 0800 UTC on December 12 for the 160-metre transatlantic centenary QSO party. The RSGB will activate Golf Bravo 2 Zulu Echo from Scotland and ARRL will activate Whiskey 1 Alpha Whiskey in the USA. The RSGB and ARRL are also organising an international amateur radio marathon on the HF bands to commemorate transatlantic tests held between 1921 and 1923. The Transatlantic Centenary Marathon will take place on December 2022 The objective will be to mark these historic events by encouraging all radio amateurs to get on the air. Event details are still pending. ARRL and RSGB have assembled a list of stations and groups that are also organising events and activities to celebrate 100 years of amateur radio transatlantic communication. For more information, visit ARRL.org slash transatlantic and RSGB.org slash transatlantic dash tests. These sites also include links to many previously published articles and presentations covering the historic tests. Just one of the special events, Golf Bravo 102 Zulu Echo, from December 1 to 26. The Crocodile Rock amateur group based near Andresen, Scotland, will activate GB1002ZE. The RSGB is encouraging stations in the UK and Crown Dependencies to append the suffix slash to Zulu Echo to their station's normal call sign throughout the period, as authorised by UK regulator Ofcom. Wrapping up this week's international news from Region 3, NZART's President Zulu Lima 2 Uniform Foxtrot India Mark Gooding spoke on behalf of NZART and ARIC 
at the recent Natural and Built Environments Bill parliamentary paper led by MP Chair Eugenie Sage. Welcome to uh, to Committee Pile. Uh, thank you very much for doing a submission and look forward to you speaking to it and leaving some time for questions within the next 10 minutes. Kia ora, over to you. Oh, kia ora, and, uh, and thank you and good afternoon to everyone. Uh, thank you for the time to present this uh, oral transmission and I wish to cover uh, four main points today. Uh, the first point is too many councils to deal with. The second one, we are an important uh, service. The third one, uh, funding to provide a service. And the last one, the ability to do what we do. If you'd like to watch the meeting, check the link in the text edition at wia.org.au. In Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. Hello there. No doubt you've heard all the ZLVK calls on air this weekend. That's because it's the annual Oceania contest, the phone section. Then next weekend, CW from 0800 hours UTC, Sunday October 9 to 0800 hours UTC, Sunday October 10. Spring VHF UHF field days in November 27, 28. December 4 and 5, 160 metres worldwide. December 11, 12, 10 metres worldwide. 2022. January, the entire month, every year, is the WIA Ross Hull VHF UHF Marathon Contest. 0000 hours UTC 1st of January to 23.59 hours UTC 31st January. Contest Manager, Trent. The Ross Hole Contest is one of the nine contests that make up the Peter Brown VK4PR WIA Contest Champion Award. What is the Contest Champion Award? When you enter your logs in a WIA contest, the top entries will be allocated points for their efforts. Winning a category, you will grab you 100 points, and the tally at the end of the year results in the operator being crowned WIA Contest Champion. So how can I enter the Ross Hole? Well, it's not limited to SSB. If you have a good location for FM, the world's your oyster. FT8 on 6 metres has been effective in the past. You need to find the advanced tab in WSJTX and select the EU contest to transfer the right uh, data. You find out your grid square to 6 places, get ready for the exchanges. There'll be signal report plus serial number and a grid square. Although the grid square is not mandatory, you do need it to sort out the distance you're working. Hope to hear everyone in the Ross Hole this coming January. This has been Trent, VK4TS. Back to the news desk. Now our DX window. VI50SG is QRV until the 31st of December, commemorating 50 years of the St George Amateur Radio Society in New South Wales. VK20 Home Don't forget that the WIA special event call sign VK20 Home is still available for members' use until December 31st. Check the WIA website and special event pages to book your time slot for use, as time is running out. Republic of Korea D9Expo is QRV but only until October 17, promoting 2021 World Military Culture Expo. Panama Special event stations 3F200AT and 3F200NG are QRV until November 30, celebrating Panama's bicentennial anniversary of independence, and the QSL route is via LOTW. 
If you're looking to get the Maldives in your logbook, prepare now for November when Remo will be on the Area's 8Q7RM. His plan is to operate for several hours each day. Send QSL's Warriors home call sign HB9SHD. Holy Land DX Group in Rwanda. Members of the Holy Land DX Group will operate from Rwanda, signing 9X4X between November the 24th and December the 1st. They will run three stations on 160 to 10 metres using CW, SSB, RITI and FT8 and will also participate in the CQDXCW contest November 27-28. QSL via Rubin, 4Z5FI. Belgium. Special call sign OT5IDPD will be on band CW and SSB for a month in observance of the International Day of Disabled Persons between November 3rd and December 3rd, December 3 this year being the actual day. It aims to promote the rights and well-being of persons with disabilities in all spheres of society and development, and to increase awareness of the situation of persons with disabilities in every aspect of political, social, economic and cultural life. All operators will be hams with a disability. The log will be uploaded to LOTW, Clublog and EQSL. Paper cards will automatically be sent by the Bureau. They don't need your QSL card. QSL via ON6WL. Also from Belgium. Belgian Institute for Postal Services and Telecommunications has announced that Belgian radio amateurs and Belgian radio clubs may replace the normal prefix ON in their call sign by the special prefix OS until December 12, 2021. This to celebrate the 120th anniversary of the first transatlantic radio transmission on December 12th when Guglielmo Marconi first succeeded in bridging the Atlantic Ocean with radio signals. Croatia, 9A. Members of the Croatian Flora Fauna ARC are QRV with special event call 9A10FF during all of 2021 to celebrate the club's 10th anniversary. QSL via 9A2MF. Switzerland joins Antarctic Treaty celebrations. Members of the Swiss National Organization, USKA, supported by Radio Amateur Club Swiss Air, HB9VC, joined the celebrations around the Antarctic Treaty with the call sign HB60ANT until the end of the year. QSL via club log OQRS, sending a card is not necessary. Portugal, CT. CQ750RSI throughout 2021 commemorates the 750th anniversary of the birth of Elizabeth of Aragon, the Queen Consul of Portugal and the patron saint of the city of Coimbra. Finland, OH. Special event station OH100SRAL is QRV during all of 2021 to celebrate the centennial of the Finnish Amateur Radio League. Argentina, LU. Special event station L21RCA is QRV during all of 2021 to celebrate the 100th anniversary of the IAA Member Society, Radio Club Argentino. Taiwan. QRV is BX30ARL until the end of 2021, marking the 30th anniversary of the Chinese Taipei Amateur Radio League. BX30ARL has been heard on 40 through 26 metres. Poland. Special event stations SN0ZOSP 
and SN100ZOSP are currently until February 5, 2022. To celebrate the 100th anniversary of the Association of the Voluntary Fire Brigades of the Republic of Poland. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ in This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with Cole VK3GTV. Hello, as we kick off yet another month of Worldwide Special Interest Group News. And first up, it's ATV, Every Pixel Tells a Story. The video version of this news, compiled by VK5BD, Bevan, is available on YouTube, and the links to the vids are in the text edition and on the news page at wia.org.au. And if you watch, you can learn a couple of VK hams are pretty prolific with their, in the main, educational videos also on YouTube, namely Hayden Honeywood, VK7HH, and Peter Parker, VK3YE. Just Google the calls. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier, Satellite Light Pollution. Colin Butler, writing in the ICQ podcast, tells how Dr. Samantha Lawler, University of Regina in Saskatchewan, Canada, urges us all to go outside and enjoy the night sky because it might be about to change. She explains that thousands of communication satellites are being launched over the next few years, and one company alone, Starlink, is planning to launch 42,000 satellites, that's right, 42,000 satellites in the next 20 years. SpaceX's Starlink is adding 60 new satellites every few weeks. Dr. Lawler explains that all of these satellites reflect the sun, which then muddies the view for astronomy research. The good doctor says right now there are no rules about how bright a satellite can be or what orbits they can use. She's urging for international regulations and for satellite companies to take it upon themselves to make their satellites less reflective. Dr. Lawler's calculations are that in the future... One in ten points in the sky will be a satellite, not a natural object. But she believes there is still time to fight this. She also wonders what kind of effect this light pollution would have on migrating animals, although she stresses she's not a biologist and doesn't know the answer to that. Dr. Lola also notes that there is the challenge of having all of those satellites in orbit, and at what point it will be considered too crowded. Worldwide Special Interest Group's IOTA AS013 Maldives' operation active since Tuesday is 8Q7CQ until October 13th from the island of Inahura, as I said, AS013. Activity will be on 83 to 10 metres, and this now includes 60 metres, lucky people, using SSP and the digital modes with 1,000 watts into an HF6V button-up vertical. QSL via M0OXOs, OQRS or Direct. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Amateur Old Timers. And you all know who's joining us now. Hello everyone, this is Clive, VK6, Charlie Sierra Whiskey, reminding you that tomorrow is the first Monday of the month, time for the Radio Amateur's Old Timers Club of Australia's October Bulletin to go to air. Following the club news, we have three articles for you. Quantum Entanglement, read by Ian, VK3JS, Revitalizing Old Satellites, also read by Ian, 
after which Bruce VK3UV tells us what CPM was and how it lost out to MS-DOS. Everyone, REOTC members and non-members alike, is most welcome to listen to the program and to join in the callbacks afterwards. Full details of all transmissions, times and modes can be found on the RAOTC website at www.raotc.org.au or just Google RAOTC Broadcasts. If none of the transmission times suit you, you can download the audio file at any time from today from the website. If you listen this way, brief feedback would be appreciated. Members and friends of the RAOTC in Perth are reminded that the next lunchtime meeting at the Bayswater Hotel is on Tuesday, October the 12th, and all are welcome. Once again, tune in tomorrow for the October RAOTC Bulletin. Enjoy the programme, and please join in the callbacks afterwards. 7-3 from Clive, VK6CSW. Thanks, Clive. And from old-timers to the new kids on the block, it's Worldwide Special Interest Group's Yota. Youngsters on the air, OG2Y, new youth call sign for Finland. In the spring, a problem arose for the youth team. A call sign would be needed for the youth, which could be freely used for the youth's own projects and which should also be able to participate in competitions. In the past, young people in Finland have been identified with the call OH2Yota, but this Yota call can only be used for events approved by the AARU Youth Working Group, so there was a need for another call. After a little reflection, the idea arose of the youth team's own call sign, which would be freely available to all youth members as well. The call sign should also be identifiable and distinctive. This was the beginning of a project to obtain a youth call sign. In the summer, the youth team presented an idea to the SRAL board. Permission was obtained for the call sign. The call OG2Y meeting the criteria of the youth team was issued. And youth news in Region 2 we hear a Quinault Indian Nation student has been named to the Regional FEMA Youth Preparedness Council. Eighth grade student Jessica Eisen has worked with the Quinault Indian Nation's Emergency Management Department over the past few years to organise emergency supplies, hand out information leaflets during the great shakeouts and other events and in other areas. According to FEMA, Jessica has also helped with the Community Emergency Response and Disaster Airlift Response Teams. Worldwide Special Interest Group's DMR. Let's log in. Good evening, this is Peter VK4 in Beer, and this is the VK DMR net across uh, the great country of Australia. Uh, well, not now, but uh, this coming Tuesday it will be. It'll be the third anniversary of the VK DMR net, and asking everyone uh, to uh, check in timings that I can best work out. 7 o'clock in Queensland, 8 o'clock in New South Wales, Victoria and Tasmania, 7.30 in uh, South Australia and uh, work out the other states from there. Please join us for the third anniversary of the VK DMR net on uh, Talk Group 5, Time Slot 1. This is Peter, VK4NBL for VK1WIA. Thanks, Pete. And yes, this is Special Interest Groups through VK1WIA. And our next item is one which I have particular interest and participation in. It's Worldwide Special Interest Groups Radio Scouting. Jota Jotai takes place from the 15th to the 17th of October with hundreds of scouts and guide stations from around the world 
set to take part in Jamboree on the Air and Jamboree on the Internet, including many from here in VK. More information, including a full list of participating stations, can be found at www.jotajotai.info. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. This weekend of October 2nd to 3rd in the USA is designated for holding the annual ARRL Simulated Emergency Test, ARRL's primary national emergency exercise, and is designed to assess the skills and preparedness of Amateur Radio Emergency Service, ARIS, volunteers, as well as those affiliated with other organisations involved in emergency and disaster response. The SET encourages maximum participation by all radio amateurs, partner organisations and national, state and local officials who typically engage in emergency or disaster response. In addition to ARIS volunteers, those active in the National Traffic System, Radio Amateur Civil Emergency Service, National Weather Service, Skywarn, Community Emergency Response Team, CERT, and a variety of other allied groups and public service-oriented radio amateurs are needed to fulfil important roles in this US exercise and should provide interesting comms to monitor from down here in Oceana. That's the latest Worldwide Special Interest Group news. I'm Cole, VK3GTV. Now those in the VK4 area, tomorrow, Monday, October 4, is the big one at Nambour Showgrounds. It's Sunfest. And October 23, it's the big one in Perth. It's Perth Tech. So now till next we meet, I'm Graham. VK4, double B, double jab. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.